Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Monday, 11 December 2023. Our bit today comes from 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 10. And that says, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Ach, uh, another Monday. Another new work week? Yes, friends, the ever-revolving cycle continues. For once there is Sunday, then there must be Monday. <laughs> yes, because that's just how the Lord planned it. And there's nothing we can do to get away from it while we are alive here on God's good earth. So we had better learn to live with it, to take it in stride and enjoy it. And you know what? An interesting thought just struck me. Who knows if there won't be different days in heaven too? And not only one long long stretch of endless time. For sure though, we will have to walk in heaven. Whatever kind of work it might be, it's definitely not going to be all sunshine, wine and roses while lazing on our fannies all day. No, sir. The Lord expects us to do something productive both here on the earth and in heaven above. So we better had start contemplating it all as of right now. End of story. <laughs> and talking about work, to many in these modern times, it's anathema, abhorrent, repugnant, violently disliked. And that's just stating it mildly. Even among the young generation, the very thought of the word work leaves a bad taste in their mouths. So strong is the attitude of entitlement. Maybe though, if we were to apply Brapol's recipe to, to the Thessalonians for those who not only dislike work, but refuse to do it, we might have a much better work ethic prevailing in our current society. And what's Paul's recipe, you ask? Listen, listen to him tell it. He begins by describing his own work ethic among the Thessalonians. He says, for yourselves know how ye ought to follow us, for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you, Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught that's free of charge, but wrought or worked with labor and travail that's toil night and day, that we might not be chargeable a burden to any of you. Not because we have not power, that's authority, but to make ourselves an ensample or example unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Whoa, what an original idea. And that comes from Second Thessalonians 3, 7 to 10. Now, how wonderful would that be if it were implemented in our lazy entitled lack of work ethic society? Oh, brother, what a ghastly uproar it would cause. But how else do we get the young to appreciate the value of work? 
for a society without a good work ethic dies a slow but painful death. And that is exactly what's happening to our society today. We are dying a slow but painful death because work and all the other things it entails, like diligence and excellence, doing our best, are no longer prominent in today's milieu. And I believe Bro Paul must have looked to the future and seen the state of our current society. That's why he penned this next verse. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busy bodies. And that's 2 Thessalonians 3.11. Army people, I don't believe there's ever been a time in the annals of man when there have been more busybodies, gossips, and the like. It's even become a lucrative business for many. And the advent of social media has made it even worse, where everyone has an opinion on everything and can easily spread it without too much fear of retribution. And furthermore, the recent upgrades of artificial intelligence, that's AI, is set to further the confusion of truth, fakes, disinformation, propaganda, conspiracy theories, etc., etc. What a crazy world we live in, Dr. Jack. Very few of us know what's fact from fiction, and artificial intelligence is about to make it even more difficult. And the problem is that sometimes, even when you see something yourself, it can easily be a fake situation, something someone purposely set up to lure you into thinking what they want you to think. As with fake accidents for the intent of scamming money from the insurance companies, and that's become a big one these days. For my brethren, crooks come in all colors sizes, shapes, and genders. We just have to be continually on our P's and Q's to not be taken in by them. But getting back to Bro Paul's plan of no work, no food, no, it was not a total dismissal. He did leave room for compassion. He later writes, Now, them that are such, that's idle or busybodies, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But be sorry, but ye brethren, be not weary in well doing. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet excuse me, yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish that's warn him as a brother. And that's 2 Thessalonians 12 to 15. Yes, friends, there is room for compassion. As the scholars explain, this instruction falls short of excommunication. Paul intends for his readers to shame the brother who is not an enemy into obedience. <laughs> well, good luck with that one, my people. Bro Paul doesn't know 
the large number of us who don't know the meaning of the word shame. Otherwise, our society would not be as shameful and shameless as it is. So who knows how it's all going to play out with all the craziness and confusion that's currently controlling our world. Only the Lord above. And that's why we need to keep him as close to us as possible because he is the only one who can guide us safely through this terrible storm and overwhelming overwhelming darkness that's taking over the earth. And having said all of that, let's now go to the throne of grace through our Monday morning battle hymn in confident humility seeking divine help to address our many problems. All together now, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. Heavenly Father, you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. And yes, we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but you are a merciful, forgiving and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray and sincerely seek your face. So we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading for wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. Oh Father, please ease the pain of the many suffering from negative situations. Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and faithfully keep your promise to prosper us if we turn from our evil ways. Show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say, Amen. And friends, after expressing those sentiments, the first item on our agenda should be repentance and turning from our evil ways. For that's the only way we'll ever get divine help, yes. So please let's do that now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, if work is not a priority in your life, then you're on the wrong planet. And that's for sure. Because wherever you go, either here on earth or in heaven, work is essential. So please, let's wake up and smell the roses and see what's happening now. Satan is getting ever so strong and just trying to browbeat us into going to hell with him. But we don't want to do that. And the only option otherwise is to live for Jesus. So please let's do that now. And we pray we'll all do that starting right now in his holy name. We pray it and ask the Lord to help us because we definitely need heavenly help. In Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.